rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. What you Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.34 a.m. We got started a little bit late, but that's because we had to make the coffee and the donuts this morning. You are listening and tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we are on location today, which we'll be previewing for you guys here coming up in just a sec, at Cottonseed Creative Exchange. We're at 8 North Broadway. Yes, yes. And we're here and proud to be with our sister business owner, Yvonne from Cottonseed. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. All right, all right. So we're going to talk about the news real quick for you guys. Uh, we got some information to put out to you, creative information and also good hunger-related information, given it's uh, Hunger Action Month here in September. So, excuse me, first things first, what we have for you is a call for Art Sugar Skull City, okay? Aurora Downtown will be turning downtown into Sugar Skull City from October 15th to November 15th to coincide with Day of the Dead events during First Fridays on November 6th, Skull City will appeal to all ages and afford downtown businesses an opportunity to decorate their storefront, participate in a scavenger hunt, and have activities for customers that are extended and crowd-free while respecting both COVID-19 state guidelines to an excuse me and an honored cultural and local tradition. To that end, Aurora Downtown will not be hosting its annual Halloween trick-or-treat event at downtown businesses. Now, Aurora Downtown has announced a call for artists as part of Sugar Skull City. Artists of all skill levels are invited to submit a 12 by 18 work depicting a sugar skull. Full details can be found online at auroradowntown.org. And that's to coincide with First Fridays and Day of the Dead activities. Okay? Now, the promotion again runs from October 15th to November 15th. Artists, community members, youth, and families are invited to honor the Mexican tradition of Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, them R's, them R's, I'd be rolling. Holiday by creating an unframed 12 by 18 work depicting a sugar skull, Catrinas, that can be displayed in business windows in downtown Aurora. So if you're ever on Downer and you've seen Sergio's furniture and you look at that morbid, slightly disturbing, yet intricately beautiful skull that's hanging out and all of that uh, morbidly themed creative artwork, that's the thought process. Those are called Catrinas. Okay, so that's what the call for art is. So please submit, submit, submit. All of you artists out there in Aurora, please submit what you have because we'd like to get as many people participating in that as possible. Okay, Hunger Action Month. September is Hunger Action Month, also known as HAM, H-A-M. The month-long campaign brings awareness to hunger in the community and offers ways for community members to contribute to both Aurora Interfaith Food Pantry and Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. Okay. Lots of downtown businesses who we've been shouting out all week, and we will continue to do so right now. And that is Altiro Latin Fusion. They'll donate 10% every Monday in September from 3 to 8 p.m. from orders of Al Pablano Tapa and Ala Organic Cocktail or a Fresh Squeezed Lemonade. You know what? My Spanish isn't so gringo like I just messed it up right now, so I apologize to everybody. You guys know I speak better Spanish than that. <sighs> all right. Gillerson's will collect diapers and feminine products for the month of September. 
And La Quinta de los Reyes will donate 10% from Tuesday through Thursday on any fajita plate during the month of September. Chicken fajitas, steak fajitas, veggie fajitas, and combo fajitas are included. McCarty Mills will donate 10% of sales of Reserved Keg from Brother Chimp. Beer of the Month is for the Masses IPA. Treadwell will feature Marie's Herbal Tea and Society 57. And Cottonseed will have donation boxes for Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry during the month. All right. Now, I hope that you guys take part in Hunger Action Month, and I hope that you guys all take part and show your artwork for Sugar Skull City. That's going to be very cool. And now we're going to turn to our awesome interview with our friend and colleague, Yvonne. And just like that, Cottonseed. There it is. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let's do Thank this. you for the coffee little virtual cheers. Yeah, virtual <laughs> cheers. All right. All right. So glad to be um, glad to be back in Cotton Sink. Glad to have you on the show. This is your third time with the show, yes. and I'd like to say that we appreciate you for allowing us to be here today and also do another show. Uh, you've been literally been with the show since its uh, humble beginnings and in interviewing. So this we're doing it a whole lot different now. So thank absolutely. You. Thank you for having me. Yep. Um, so first things first, tell the guests and uh, the listeners and the viewers who you are and where you're from. My name is Yvonne, and I am the owner of the Cottonseed Creative Exchange. Very cool. I'm from Chicago, and I've been living out here for nine years. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, now, how old is Cottonseed? It's actually one years old. One years old. Mm-hmm. All right. All Still right. a baby. We, we just looked at the <laughs> pictures, and it was uh, first Friday in September. Yep. I think was your grand opening last year. Yeah, it was, actually. Yep. Awesome. First Friday in September. Um, now, you're also a Navy veteran. I am. All right. All right. So you've done some traveling. I have. Yes, in your day. All right. So shout out to uh, the United States Navy. Shout out to Cheers for that. Um, Growing up, Mm -hmm. what impact did your dad play in your life? Um, I would say my dad had a really good impact on my life. Um, He was also a veteran. He was an Army veteran. Okay. So, um, and he worked for Union Pacific Railroad for about 20 years after he left the Army. Wow. So he had a great impact because he always taught us about hard work and, you know, um, just, you know, morals and values and, you know, how to just kind of go for your goals and things like that. So he, he had a really great impact on me. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'd like to hear that. Um, so this is part of our Women in Business series. So you've, you've, you've actually been part of, or rather each interview you've done has been a part of that series. Uh, it's good to have that story of positive representation from your dad and then yeah. also uh, having a drive into what we've got, what, now, what is now is Cottonseed. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And how did Cottonseed come about? How did that originate? So the concept itself, um, so initially I started out, um, so I was working at Hyundai Motor America at you know, at the regional level doing consumer affairs. And I was always, since I was a child, I was always like doing creative things or having a lot of creative ideas. So I knew that eventually I kind of wanted to, you know, get closer to doing that. So, um, you know, after I had my daughter, I didn't work for a little while because, you know, she had a traumatic birth. So then, you know, I kind of started getting involved in doing this more full time. And I had a booth in a shop for a couple years, and you know, this, the opportunity to get the store came about. And at that moment, I wasn't a hundred percent ready to like do it. But I think that in life, sometimes the best opportunities happen 
just randomly. Like you can't prepare for certain things. Right. Certain things just happen. So um, that's how kind of how it started. And, you know, ever since then, we've just been kind of, you know, working it and, and changing and, you know, redeveloping things. So, um, yeah, so we came up with the name. We sat for a little while thinking on a name. And I just, you know, um, my grandmother's, she's from Mississippi. So my father's side, they're from Mississippi. And my mother's side is from Panama. So I'm, you know, part Panamanian, part black. But um, I just remember this picture my grandmother had in her room, and it was like her grandmother, and she was like in a cotton field. And that always kind of stood out to me. So that that's kind of partly where the name originated from, and it was just kind of also playing around with names that just sounded good and felt good to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, of, it's perfect. A yeah. meaning to it. Yeah, it's yeah. History. History. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, one of the first things you and I talked about uh, was that the cotton seed, when I hear it, yeah. It has not just a grassroots sound. It's also a grassroots uh, feel, mm -hmm. but it's like it's deeper than that. It's cotton seed. It's like within the soil. It's 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 like nurturing and producing, you know what I'm saying, Absolutely. at the same time. Absolutely. I really I'm a big energy person. I believe in like the law of attraction and you know, you reap what you sow and and seeds are are so important when you think about stuff like that, the seeds you plant, right. you know, and that's just kind of, um, you know, my, my everyday is just trying to make sure that I sow good seeds. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You do a good thing. The coffee is great. So, you know, that's, that's one good seed sown right there. Well, I guess I did a good job this morning. Also. Right. Yep. How has it been, um, being a business, small business, downtown Aurora, mm -hmm. and especially even on Broadway here? Um, so being a small business in downtown is great. Um, I think that this, you know, this area here, um, it's still blossoming. There's still a lot going on. There's a lot of great businesses down here and it was really great to become part of that mm -hmm. and, and, you know, kind of just add my own vibe to the mix. Cause everybody has, I feel everybody down here has their own vibe, their own thing that they do. So it's like, you know, just coming down here and doing my own thing and being on Broadway is, um, it's had its challenges, you know, but I feel that Broadway is a street that's, you know, it's going through some changes and I think ultimately it'll be something, it is something great now, but I think it'll, it'll improve and um, become better over time. So yeah, I actually like being on Broadway. Yeah. I like, so for those, uh, who may be unfamiliar, we're in between New York street and Galena on Broadway. We're across from the Yeti. We're across from Chicago Style Barbershop. And we're right next door, um, the folks directly next door. Is that a jewelry store that's right next door to us? Uh, yes. It's yeah. a jewelry store, like, next, like, two buildings okay. down here. Um, but we're on the side of the street where the tavern uh, looks like it, it will eventually come. Um, so this, this little section of Broadway is, uh, it's had life. It's had life on it. I think that what Cottonseed does, so the, as, you know, as an outsider, is that it adds a new kind of light to this this part of the strip. Uh, now we're going to talk about businesses and being a business down here, um, but to you, what do people come who come into the Cottonseed and meet it for the first time? What do you want them to leave with or feel? Um, honestly, what I want them to leave with and to feel is welcomed for sure. I want them to, you know, 
when they walk in, I want them to kind of feel our vibe. I feel it's a it's a completely different vibe. Like we do our own thing here. You do like what we like. We like art. We like music. You know, we like um, creativity. You know, so I just I want them to feel like okay, that was that was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very eclectic and diverse, yeah. much like the city is, or however he says our city is. Yeah. Because you have how many different artisans here that contribute to? So we Kansas? have we have about seven. We have about seven, and everyone here really believes in what they do, which is phenomenal. It's like they're they're passionate about their crafts. Right. So you have like Tendaji, who's you know it's five generations of skincare. You know? Shout out. Yeah, <laughs> and she really puts her heart and soul into what she does, and everyone does here. Mm -hmm. So it's you know, it's it's good to see that passion, that energy, and also you know we have a group of people here. You know we have Renee. She really cares for the community and cares for the other people, and you know so it's 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 a good vibe. You know we're human. I'm sure sometimes we probably make it on each other's nerves. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But you know overall, it's it's a good vibe. Yeah. You know we we do our we do our own thing, and we try to you know stay authentic to who we are so that's, you guys that's do a big. good job at that i remember the first day i walked in here um i remember my first first friday coming up in here which is when i met tendaji yes and uh she took away this my, the ash on my son's arm so it's great with the, with the skincare products yeah um so tell us about well we'll get to the we'll get to the wings but okay. tell us about some of the people like who is Tendaji and what is Tendaji body oil so tell us about some of the vendors just a little breakdown so I would not be doing them justice by trying to like really really explain Speak who they them. are yeah. but I can give you a general um, idea based on what I know mm -hmm. so Tendaji body oils is owned by Carla Anderson and her family it's her and her children it's a family-owned business um, they're local from Aurora um, or they they live in Aurora and it's just been like recipes and things passed down and they've, you know, um, perfected it. And their son is like a student at Loyola for horticulture, I believe. And he grows all of their herbs. They have their own herb garden. You know, it's like everything is like from start to finish. They know where their products, everything in their products come from. They, mm -hmm. they grow it. I mean, you can't get any closer than growing your own right. herbs to put in your, your, um, products um we also have tyler here stealth art um which i'm sure everyone probably knows who he is he's done so many different things but um he has his artwork here he has some of his um clothing which he you know his brand here a few of his uh things here mm -hmm. um we also have a um, vintage vinyl person here they've had a record store at one time and they have about maybe a couple thousand records in their basement. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's been kind of purging and, and bringing some of his um, Gabriel records here. Uh, no, Gabriel. No, Bill. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have Kristen from Started with a Mason Jar. Um, she's out of Sandwich and she's been doing this for six years and she's 100% completely passionate about like you know, woodworking and making wow. signs and, Very you know, cool. um, curating the, you know, the things that she does and the quotes and things. And, um, you also have black angel designs who, um, is also a family company. They make the coasters and the Chicago 
you know, gear. And they're in a couple places like um, they're in the Galleria and Andersonville. I believe they're at um, the Rustic Fox, which is a new location that just opened in North Aurora. And um, I'm not sure where else they are. Okay. Then we have the Unruly Artist. As everyone knows who she is, she's the one that actually painted the wings on the wall for us. Um, the design was created by a artist and muralist in L.A. named Ray Boykins. He's the one that actually designed the wings, and then she painted them on for us. Yep. So make sure I'm not leaving anybody out. Oh, we have Kizzy from Allure Candles. Um, they're all... And they smell she, great. She, I don't know how she does it, but she does not have a bad scent. There's no way she could ever create a bad scent. But those are all hand poured in uh, Plainfield. And I don't know how she does it, but they're magical. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. It's a fun place to go in if you need to buy a gift for somebody or if you're just kind of browsing around because you can get signs or something for your home or candles or clothing, jewelry. There's, I mean, there's a little bit of something everywhere. There's yeah. some vintage um, Mm -hmm. art over there yeah. yeah yeah so i don't think i left anyone out so devin just joined us with her art she has um prints she has coloring books books and she has um postcards as well so i think that's i think i got everybody and you have closer to the lung oh yeah so ivan carmona a local photographer he also has some of his um photography here and he has his um coffee table book that he just released right which captures like moments throughout a certain period of time and then also the rioting that happened down here in downtown aurora he was able to capture some like really amazing moments that that happened you know right before things get a little crazy so yeah, yeah. um for the listeners and our viewers that's also the book that was debuted um uh, at our interview or during our interview at Treadwell Coffee mm -hmm. with Chad. Great book. Yeah. Really good imagery in it. And talk about the coffee. How did this originate and what's so, the story? Oh, oh yeah, that's who I left out. Baminda. Baminda Coffee. Mm -hmm. So Baminda Coffee is also another family owned um, company. Mm -hmm. So the daughter who is still in high school, she's fifteen. She's actually the owner of the company. So her father is her investor and he kind of helps her, you know, he's, he's the dad and he's, you know, he's the one behind the scenes making sure that, you know, he's teaching her and also making sure that things are operating as they should. And they're from, they currently live in Hyde Park and they uh, told me that they actually live on, on Obama's block. Their house is on his block. Very cool. Yeah. Um, they're actually from Cameroon. Um, Africa and Baminda is the town in Cameroon, if I'm not mistaken. And that's where they got the name from. They have a small coffee farm out in Cameroon. So they have their coffee shipped here and then they roast it. Um, they're also served at the UIC bookstore and they have some exciting things going on with their brand. I think it's expanding now and they're, you know, looking to do some bigger things there. So. And yeah. we're sipping the Chicago blend today. It's a great blend, mm -hmm. uh, sweet, fruity, with notes of amber. So people can come here and buy the coffee, and then they can sit outside. Just oh, outdoor yeah. dining. Absolutely. Tables, chairs. Absolutely. So we have we have a little bit of um, outdoor dining. We have a couple mm -hmm. of chairs and tables out there. So if you're interested, you can come through and you know, listen to some NPR music or sit outside and have some coffee, you know, right? kind of, right. kind of catch the vibe when you're here. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a total vibe. It's a total vibe. So I really do uh, really do like this store. And everything in it really speaks to uh, lots of people. Mm-hmm. It's a very inviting place. Uh, so I want to talk briefly <clears throat> about the the writing and, and things that did, that did go on in downtown Aurora. Mm-hmm. Because there were two turning points that I think, and I'd like to get your opinion on it too, okay. in Aurora. The first was COVID. Being a business, having things shut down and going through the phases of reopening, will we be able to open in that phase? Will we not? We saw how long that took. Yeah. And then coupled with the uh, the rioting and the damage and everything like that, um, talk about what it was like as a business to go through the rockiness of the COVID and then mm-hmm. have to deal with the, uh, the, the rioting and everything. And where mm-hmm. were you on that particular night? Uh... So on that particular night, I was actually at home and I saw everything that was going on. So I, I tried to make my way down here and then my husband was like, no, no, maybe you shouldn't just, right. just stay home. Right. Um, as far as your question about COVID and the rioting and, and how it was operating a business during that time period, um, I guess, you know, with my situation, it was, it was more or less... Um, I don't know. I'm just really big on trying to find solutions and not giving up. Right. Because I, I think that sometimes a lot of, you know, situations you're in, you know, take a deep breath, think it out, you know, think how you're going to get through it. And that's kind of what we did. It was like, you know, we knew it was going to be harder for our vendors. So we're like, you know, look, we can we can financially, like, you know, take care of everything. Sure. So we just said... You know, don't worry about paying, you know, rent for your spaces. We'll take care of that. You know, so that's kind of what we were able to offer for our vendors. That's cool. And at that time, it was just like, you know, um, it was it was a rough time because it was just like one after the other. It was mm-hmm. the writing, mm-hmm. then it was COVID. So it was just like, you know, it, it was basically just finding solutions and ways to navigate through those type of situations. It's like, you know, being in the military, having a military father, you know, having a special needs child, it's like you learn how to, you learn how to navigate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you learn how to navigate through difficult times. So I've been through, you know, much worse difficult times. So I think right. this was a little bit easier to navigate for me. Yeah, yeah. You know. What yeah. was it like during the, like the next day and the weeks that followed? Were there any good stories that you remember or that touched um, you? After, after the riots? After the riots. Um, hmm. You know, what I really noticed was that... One thing that really stuck out to me is driving down here and seeing like all the artists outside painting and it, it seemed to bring people together. There was, it, you know, the the issue that happened prior with the writing, it was kind of like, you know, it was dividing, you know, the community and dividing the area. It was, ugly. It, it, it was, ugly. it was, and I talked about that once we had talked about that in mm-hmm. great detail. Yeah. It was, it was super ugly. Yeah. It, it was bad, but I think, afterwards people realize well you know you had you had a choice to make you were either gonna like succumb to it and and you know get into that negative mind frame or you were gonna try to do something about it so i think a lot of people decided well let's do something about it so they came together and they you know devoted their time which is important you know your time to painting and i noticed uh i noticed the boring up when all that happened and uh having people come and paint uh yeah it was as it was 
as much camaraderie and positive vibe as you could have after something like that that had just happened. Yeah. After a terrible event uh, coming into the downtown yeah. area. Yeah. And then you had, you know, people coming down just to see the artwork and, mm -hmm. you know, walking around. And um, I don't know. It just it seemed like people did the best they could in that moment. That's 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 my take on it is that everybody navigated that situation as best as they could because you either had to try to find a way to, you know, make it better or be sad, you know, because it was a sad time. Which is kind of yeah. like what we were talking about yesterday. Is like you can only do what you can do. You can't do any more, and you just got to keep kind of pushing forward yeah. and trying to see Absolutely. the light or you know something positive about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think if anything, you know, those type of situations made a lot of people stronger and realized that they can do a lot more than than they thought they could. I think about my first time walking in here. First time walking in, had heard about it and got the fly. Looking mm -hmm. cotton seed, <laughs> go holler, um, and things for me had changed personally, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know the the plans that we had tried to do with my first business completely fell by the wayside because I ended up losing that. Um, but I'm glad to see how cotton seed has risen, and you've been a good inspiration for me to chop ideas with, and you know, yeah. and, and have those talks. Like, is it this? Is it that? How am I looking at it? Um, what's the importance of teamwork and asking for help and and you're you know chasing your dreams and talking to people to to get you to help? Talk about that because it's not we can't get to the next level unless we help each other out. Um, talk about that. How's that been for you? Um, so, as far as that goes, I think that is definitely important um, to have your own tribe. And I mean, it has to be like-minded people and people mm -hmm. that you vibe with. Energy right. is huge. So you can't really talk about your dreams with someone that's not happy to hear about your dreams. So you have right. to make sure that, you know, the person that's in your boat is rowing with you and not right. drilling <laughs> holes at the bottom. Very, very right. true. So it's, 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 you know, it's just, it's true. And it's like, you know, we've all been there. You tell your dreams, your aspirations, your ideas to someone, and, and maybe they're not taken well because of, you know, whatever their insecurities you are. You're going to try to do what? You nah, know, you're yeah. going gonna to fail with that. Yeah, like. yeah. So it's 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 important, but it's important to find someone who, you know, find people who, you know, will encourage you, will support you, will, hey, check this book out, check that book right. out, you know, mm -hmm. share information. Um, it's it's very important. I mean, honestly, we can sit here and say, yeah, I can do this on my own. Like, sure, you can, but you should have, you should have your tribe. You should have your people that, you know. Help you grow. That, yeah, help you grow and encourage you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, especially time, you know, when you're working towards goals, it's, it's you know, be lying to say that it's always like sunshine and roses. There's days where it's not as great, exactly. you know, and, you know, during those times having people who you can count on to say, hey, look, by the way, you're doing a good job. You know, you may not see it, but you are. Yeah, you were one of those people for me. You were one of those people for me. I mean, uh, when I met you, we were at the top with the escape room. Like, you know, oh, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, if you were... If, if you if we recall back, yeah, we had plans. We was gonna do this, the scavenger hunt throughout oh, yeah. the city. We had yeah. big plans, and uh, when we ended up losing the store, like I was, I was in a bad spot. And you were a person. You were one of like four people who I was able to still like keep myself afloat mentally and spirit. Like you know what? Like it's nothing. It's nothing. Like we, 
the ship, you know, the ship is going to pull yeah. out of this. Um, so I do appreciate that. And you're one of the reasons why Good Morning Aurora started because for my friends, for those who don't know the history of this show, the restaurant community was able to augment what they were doing and still package some food to go, the beer laws and all this, and you could do a couple of tall cans to go with it. Businesses that were not restaurants, like Cottonseed, like my business, other ones, uh, really struggled. Some of us did not get PPP loans and things like that, and um, the SBAs weren't in time. Um, so we wanted a way for people who had businesses to still be able to promote and shout out what they were doing, even though they couldn't pay for boosting posts and ads and things like that. So you were instrumental uh, as a... Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm you glad were. to hear you that. Were. You were. I'm, I'm big on, um, you know, like I said, I'm big on energy and, and you reap what you sow. So I, I feel like if I feel your energy's in the right place, then we're, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to encourage each other, help each other and things right. like that. So it was like instantly, you know, when, when I first met you, it was like your energy was there. It, you had the good energy and, Appreciate you know. That. Appreciate that. <laughs> Don't drop the phone. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, I feel like, you know, we're energy. So, you know, we attract Yep. certain energies to us mm -hmm. you either you either push them away because they're just not the energy you want to deal with or you know right it, it's it's your tribe you yeah. just double you know, down on the good get rid of the bad like yeah yeah and so how does that come into play as a woman in business as a mom a wife you know and then dealing with positive energy and then that negative energy that you may come across well you know as you get older you just learn to navigate those situations a little bit better you know back when you're younger you're like petty and you deal with things you know in a petty way but you know as you get older you just I mean you just realize what's worth your energy what isn't because my take on it is and it's it's absolutely true about you know um, what you put out is what you get so right. if you entertain certain things, just be certain that you're more of it will come your way. Right. Whatever you focus on, more of that is is what's gonna you're gonna continue to see. If you focus on negative, if you're negative, if let's say you're having a great day, someone you know at the grocery store, whatever you know, gives you an attitude, whatever. At that moment, that's when you should drop it, because if you continue, the rest of your day will continue. You will just everywhere you go, you will just encounter that energy, because that's just that's just the law of attraction. It's mm -hmm. it's it's a real thing. So, um, I just learned to really know what kind of energy I want around me and what I want to manifest in my life. So I have to make sure that if I want only good to manifest and I need to keep whatever that bad is as far as a way as possible. Super so. facts. Yeah. Arlene Hawk said something similar to that, but I think she was talking about arguing with her husband. <laughs> just meaning like, you know, there's no time for that, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah. so minute. Yeah. Just, you know, focus on the positives and, you know, not worry about some of the small stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, spread love and light when you can. You know, you know, you, you can be nice, but also still set boundaries and, you know, keep it real. You know what I mean? Right. It's It's like... Um, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at. Like just spread love, be nice to people, but also, you know, make sure that you're, you're nice, but you're not, you know, you set your boundaries there. You know what I right, mean? Right. Yeah. Um, as a black woman in business, what is your message 
to other women who are starting a business, coming up in a business, trying to put that extra fire, put that extra log on the fire of their business to take it to the next level? Um, I would say, you know, keep pushing, you know, keep, keep working on what you're trying to do. Um, you know, always be kind of reassessing what you're doing, always leave room for change. Um, I would say that, you know, within business and just in life, like it's not, you know, you don't have to sprint, you know, you could run your own marathon. You can, you know, run at your own pace. You're not, you know, you're not in competition with anyone. You just, you're on your own journey. So I would say just, you know, run your own race, you know, be around good people, absorb as much information as you can from, you know, your gurus, your mentors, seek out mentors, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, you know, just, just keep pushing. The, the truth of the matter is it's all about determination is if you keep pushing eventually where you want to go, you will go. There's just, there's, it's, you know, it's going to happen. So, um, I want to, so we're going to, we're going to, I do want to showcase some of this art. We're going to do that here in a moment, but, um, I just wanted to give you a chance. What's now, where can people find Cottonseed on social media? So we are on Facebook and Instagram, and we also have a website at www.thecottonseedex.com. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. It's www.thecottonseedex.com. And what's coming up? Anything exciting? Um, Events. So this Saturday, there's an event with um, you you all's good friend, Chicano. Chicano, shout out. He's having a lowrider event where they'll have like uh, vintage cars and things along Broadway to help support uh, businesses on Broadway and kind of, you know, bring some more traffic and things like that. Um, yeah. So other than that, and then we have, I will be like doing, uh, like a little relaunch of my daughter's products, which are Mercedes products. Okay. Uh, so she will be having, um, some more things added to her line. So that's kind of like for this month, that's kind of what we have going on so far. Very cool. Now I want to get some of this artwork. Um, so we, can we can we showcase some of that? Some of that we got on the wall over there. Um, Frida and Basquiat. Or would you like me to go kind of direct it? Is it easier to bring the art here, or we go to the? Art? You, you can take it down if you like. You got SJVR. There we go. All right. It's a walking tour. You have to talk real loud. Yeah, so oh. we'll not that's right. There's a lot of y'all who did not plan this. Oh. How we do? <laughs> nice. <laughs> the boom mic. <laughs> the coolest morning it's show you ever happens. saw in your life. All right. Frida, right? Talk about this one. So um, these two particular pieces of artwork, and there's also one in the window there, these were um, painted by an artist that is from Brooklyn. Uh, He's currently living in Maryland, and his name is Patrick Grimbert. He's a phenomenal artist, and he he paints these, and, you know, he ships them. 
Um, and he puts a lot of hard work into each piece that he does. Very nice. That's yeah. the style. And if you're a Frida fan, you also have um, coffee mugs. We do. We have some Frida coffee mugs, and we'll be getting some Frida shirts in as well. So. And this one. So then we no. also have, have um, the announcement. Sorry to make this extra, y'all. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. No, no. Now I'm an easel. <laughs> <laughs> Another piece by Patrick Rember, which, which is a Jean-Michel Basquiat. Um, Basquiat it was a phenomenal artist um, who did a lot of work with Andy Warhol. And a lot of his um, original artwork has been sold recently for upwards of $100, $110 million. Wow. So he's Excellent. a phenomenal. If you don't know who Basquiat is and his contributions to art, uh, you can look him up online, or you can also follow his sister on Instagram. Her name is Lisaine Basquiat. Okay. And uh, they're just a phenomenal family, and he's, you know, he's had a lot of uh, good contributions to the art world. Very cool. Very so cool. So once one of these prints, they can come in and buy it? So as far as these, uh, this artwork here, um, if you wanted to purchase something like that, you have to pat um, contact Patrick Rimbert okay. on Instagram or Facebook. Um, on Instagram, it is... Um, Rembert underscore I am, and there's like a color wheel as his um, his logo. So he he um, it takes him a couple weeks, you know, to paint them and, and get them shipped out. But yeah, he can definitely um, paint for you. But they can also stop in and see them in person. Oh, they can stop in and see them in person. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. It's a live show. That's how we do. To bring you guys the very best and the most creative that we have to show, we have to be uh, somewhat ad hoc. Let me show you that on the fly. All right. All right. Shout out to uh, JV. Hunter. For those good camera angles. Thank and shout you, out JV. to Hunter for making sure that we back on point with the audio. I wish they could have seen JV's face. He's like, oh my, what, what, are, you guys, what are you guys doing now? <laughs> I'm just supposed to do computers, not paintings. <laughs> we're, talking, right. we're, we're talking about asking for help. Sometimes JV's just like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> they got another one of their ideas. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I think that this is, this is a good place in downtown Aurora. I like it as a business. I like it uh, for everything it stands for and what it represents. Now, we've got coffee now we were doing the outdoor seating before uh the weather started to, yeah. to change and everything yeah. like that any plans on expanding um the seating or perhaps a menu with some more items mm, probably not expanding the seating too much at this point could happen in the future um as far as uh new new items in regards mm -hmm. to like the coffee or um pastries y'all gonna do some donuts one day we we're, you know, we're thinking about that. We're thinking about that. We want to get all our ducks in a row and get, you know, everything's um, set up to, you know, inspection level and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we'll think about adding some more things to kind of just enhance the experience. Enhance the experience. Ooh, I have somebody else. I have to talk to you. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right. So the time is now.
The time is now 9.13 a.m. You've been listening and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we have been proud and blessed to be here at Concy Creative Exchange for our third interview with our friend Yvonne, yep. owner, founder, Navy veteran. Um, and woman in business. Yes, woman in business. <laughs> exactly, yeah. She's had This is her third interview. So I think she is leading the pack of interviews for Good Morning Aurora. That's what's up. Thank you. I appreciate mm -hmm. you, you know, having me on. No so doubt. No I appreciate doubt. that. It's nice because as, as more people are listening, they haven't seen or heard yeah. your interview because back then it was just audio. Yeah. Yes, it exactly. Was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now the show ends on a positive note. Okay. Uh, but I did want to take a moment to uh, highlight for everyone that today is September 11th. And it's the anniversary of the uh, September 11th tragedy. Uh, I want to give a special thank you and a shout out to Mr. Joseph Weber. He's a young guy, local photographer. He planted, uh, he started planting flags uh, at various places downtown. And it has turned into a thing. He is now doing it and will be doing it again for uh, Veterans Day, which is coming up. Shout out to Gina Salamone of the Aurora Streetscape Committee, I believe, for providing the flags. And shout out to the city for allowing us to do that. Um, the show ends on a positive note, as we know. What's your message going into the weekend? Um, hmm. I don't know if I have a message. Maybe I can leave you with a quote. You can. One of my favorite quotes. Okay, let me think. Sometimes I'm not good with remembering things verbatim. So it's a quote by... George Bernard Shaw. If I'm not mistaken, the quote goes, the reasonable man seeks for the world to adjust to himself. The unreasonable man does the opposite and he seeks for the world to Okay, let me let me start all over. The unreasonable man. I love this show. The unreasonable man adjusts himself to the world. Okay. Okay. Take that part in. Right. Right. Okay, so that's the unreasonable. Unreasonable man adjusts himself to the world. Right. Mm -hmm. No, no. The reasonable man. The reasonable man adjusts himself to the world. Okay. The unreasonable man seeks for the world to adjust to him. Ah. Therefore, all change must happen through the unreasonable man. So basically what that means is don't change yourself. Let the world adjust to you. I'm feeling that. that. That's, that's, although I did not remember it verbatim, the message is still the same. Paraphrase. Don't seek for the world to make you who you are. Right. Let the world adjust to who you are. You know, be you, the world will adjust. Essentially in a nutshell. George Bernard Shaw is also the man who said, I saw a path in the woods diverge. I took the path less traveled, and it has made all the difference. Um, yeah, great, uh, great man, great man. Christine, what are we leaving the people with in I'm your going, perspective this what's, weekend? What's on my cup here? There's different little quotes, and it says, I like it. have a cup, face the world, make it better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Today, I'm feeling these. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I would like to say that I hope that everybody has a great, safe, positive, dedicated, motivated, and blessed weekend. Um, hug a veteran today if you get the chance to. 
Uh, let us all remember and keep uh, the 9-11 tragedy in our minds. Let's also do what we can to make the world a better place. I want to say thank you to JV. Thank you to Hunter. Thank you to Becca. Thank you to everyone who's helped us out with the show. Thank you to uh, Susan at Offbeat. I want to say thank you to Christine. Thank you to Yvonne once again. Uh, also want to give a super special thank you to Joseph Weber. And I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I did not say thank you to my dear friend Ramsey for that late night brotherly chop up to make sure that, you know, the, the head and the mind, you know, the mind, body and soul is, you know, thank you. You know, thank you for the black talk at uh, one o'clock in the morning. Really need that. So with that being said, good morning, Aurora. I'd like to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got more great stuff coming soon. And um, yeah, be on the lookout for everything that we got coming. Tune in Monday as we speak to Alderman. Carl Franco. Be on the lookout for that. And with that, we'd like to say have a safe weekend. Good morning. Aurora is out. Peace. Peace.